Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers. Greetings and salutations. Welcome back to an action-packed day on the Playmakers. It probably doesn't get more busy than this, Adrian Hernandez. You are damn right. This is madness. Yep. Some would say chaos. Chaos. I mean, the Chamber of Chaos is what we do on Fridays. We'll do our, our deep dive at 35 to kick off our second hour. But, man. The NBA is doing its Chamber of Chaos right now. Absolutely. The clocks have hit zero. Free agency has officially opened. And they even went to air early today because there was news to proceed the news that will start trickling down as we speak throughout this program. We will be keeping you uh, updated on all of the hot news and other stuff. We're going to get into our conversation with Joe O, who made his triumphant return for the first time in weeks, months, years. I'm not sure. Time it's been a long construct. time. We missed him. We did miss him, and uh, we're not going to hear from him next week either. So it's a pretty big <laughs> episode today to Josh make sure Hart. you know, you know. Uh, like I said, very heavy in the NBA world today. We'll get in a little bit to the NHL as well. Uh, some progress made in terms of coaching and and uh, some offer sheets. And we got to talk about the Kevin Fiala trade to the Los Angeles Kings as well. But other than that, that's pretty much like our entire show. It's very much like an improv day for you. And and I this is going to be like a big day for your development in many ways. It, truly, phones are on. Uh, yeah, reached out to Jake Fisher. Trying to find out some things from Bleacher Report. Just send and him a selfie. I'm sure he'll get back to you. Exactly. And really, our friend of the show from Bet MGM tonight, Trista Crick, it, it kind of in this four-second clip is going to encapsulate what this show is going to be today. Because be clear, this is what's going to happen. Oh, the block is hot, Lindsay. We'll just say that. <laughs> the block is extremely hot. The block is hella hot. You know, in the Lego movie, they have that song, Everything is Awesome. It, this is different. This is everything is happening. Yeah. Because How might are you not feeling? Even, I'm, I'm very excited. Yeah. Uh, on one end, the madness and the chaos. I've talked about it all week. July 4th weekend, it brings back memories of just like, who's going to post an article? What's the news story? Which player is being kept in their house with their teammates to make sure they sign on teams? Like all this madness. Mm-hmm. What? Whose planes and stuff are we tracking? Whose trains? But whose automobiles? When we start with the Nets. As like an organization, there's so many different ways to go with this as the news breaks and we find out what we were saying earlier that 
when Kyrie opted in since that moment that Kevin Durant and Kyrie had no contact with the franchise. I don't think Kevin Durant's talked to the franchise since the season ended, probably since exit interviews. And the the, the look, this is a very bad look for the Nets from an organizational standpoint. And the problem in the way that they've they've gone and done some of these things is, mm-hmm. yes, they've given the players all this power, but they haven't fully done it. And now them trying to regain it, they haven't fully gone into that like sure. into that direction too. And to be honest, Kevin Durant is signed on this team with three years left on his contract. This isn't a Kyrie Irving right. opt out situation. Right. It, it's just like you can have a backbone and you can say, Kevin, you can stay on this team. Probably should hit the can opener button before you oh, start getting your deep dive. Madness. It's time for the can opener. And just to clarify everyone, because we haven't technically said it yet. Kevin Durant has requested a trade from the Brooklyn Nets as of like three hours ago. So Kyrie opted in yesterday. Everybody's all oh, kumbaya, my lord, kumbaya. Um, Kevin wants out. And so literally everybody and their grandmother are basically putting themselves on the line to be potential uh, pieces of a package to send for Kevin Durant. And there's even some big time rumors floating out there of, of a package deal, including those two teams. But this is your moment. This is your <laughs> thing. Do with it. Lead us where we need to go, my friend. And and obviously, too, not not only you know Kevin Durant, but then this Kyrie situation. They're they're both on the table. One of the rumors you're saying they both could be crazy traded together. And everything. to the Lakers says Brian Windhorst. They're saying that there's a, there's a scenario in which that exists. And to that, I say I hate it here. You you hate it here. I but, hate it here. But it is cool to well it, because it's the Lakers. It's not cool personally because I'm not a fan of that organization. If Kevin Durant puts a 35 on a Lakers jersey. I might have to buy it. <laughs> Look, speaking of the Lakers, like this reminds me of we're talking 2005, 2006. Shaq goes to Miami, mm-hmm. wins the NBA championship with Dwayne Wade. 2006, yep. Kobe Bryant, extremely pissed off, doesn't like Andrew Bynum, oh, calling God, out his Andrew teammates, Bynum. doing all these things. And there was rumors he was going to be traded to Detroit. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be traded to Chicago. And the Lakers said, no, we're not doing that. And the Nets, you can do that. And all and, and throughout all these different steps, like, how are you gonna? First off, like, how are you gonna hire Steve Nash? And what does this man have to He's show? He's got for two it? MVPs like Steve Nash, like Nelly Furtado told us. And he has a clipboard that last year in the playoffs, when you looked at the clipboard, all it said was "Play Kevin Durant for what forty-eight it said, minutes." Said, said "Go team." That's what yeah. it said. Literally, like that was his coaching. No, strategy. but d- just in parentheses though, it said forty-eight minutes for Kevin Durant. Oh yeah, that's coming right. off a ruptured Achilles. Mm-hmm. Be, almost beating the team that would end up winning the NBA championship. Like, you can say what you want about this player empowerment in all these different directions. As far as I'm concerned, when it comes to Kevin Durant, I have no ill will in him wanting to leave. Same. Because there's so many different things that things are not right. He's Look, the one that shows up every day, and he's the one that that puts his, his everything into his game. Like, his dedication to the process is very well publicized. And yeah, he's a little bit of a petty king. But you know what? That's what he's earned in this league. And I, if you don't think that he's a little butthurt about the Warriors winning a chip without him too and all the squabble that's, so that's fascinating. gone on, like that I feel definitely has a motivating factor in this, even though I think he made this decision long ago. If I'm Kevin Durant, I'm like, this is, cha- like you said, chaos. The block is on fire. I don't want to be here. I'm going to move streets. Yeah, and, and just just to like put it in perspective – so he leaves the Warriors because he's bothered. He, he wins a championship. He wants to be the alpha. Yeah, and he finds out that that wasn't that doesn't fulfill him 
that he thought that championship would be the end all be all yep. and make everything good. He leaves. He tries to start his own team, and now this is going on following another Warriors championship. Yep. It, it, it's that from that perspective, it's insane. When you start looking at bits and pieces, and Miami is one of these teams, and Joe o coming up is going to break down the odds of the latest of, of who's. Where the uh, odds makers are having Kevin Durant and, and most likely to be traded. Probably not happening today. This is going to take a few days to yeah. get figured out. Um, you know, back when, when Kevin Durant was a free agent, before he signed with the Warriors, he met with Pat Riley in the Miami Brass. Mm-hmm. It was a very good meeting. You know what Miami told Kevin Durant? Hey, in Oklahoma, you're not being used right. Russell Westbrook is, is, is not putting you in the best position. Mm-hmm. Some of the lineups, you need to be around mm-hmm. shooters. And Kevin Durant was like, you guys are right. Unfortunately, he went to the team with the best shooters in the Warriors. Mm-hmm. So there's a good relationship established with Miami. The, Pat Riley is, he's never out of the picture. He's creeping. Everybody's been saying, when is he going to retire this week? You don't think he's going to make a freaking splash to yeah. prove everybody wrong? Yeah, because we don't know when his that final year. That male ego is undefeated, people. So I, I, wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be surprised if, if he goes to Miami. And, and I want to ask you a question because, yeah. you know, Minnesota, they're not necessarily, they're looking for a point guard. Uh, mm-hmm. But a, but a backup point We're guard, right? Looking for a point god, my friend. <laughs> yeah, well, which leads me Jalen Brunson. Perfect. No, Just no, no. Kidding. And that rumor too. They're still going through with that. Jalen Brunson is more more reports coming out that he will indeed sign with the Knicks. Which obviously, three hours ago, everything changed for every team. The, Literally, their, their every boards. team. So I thought that the Knicks would maybe engage in that conversation because in the back of people's minds is like, well, that's another reason why they're clearing money. But you, you're you're a Timberwolves fan. Would you, let's say you get Kyrie Irving for 32 regular season games and all of the playoffs in your run, would you trade for him and get rid of D'Angelo Russell? Are you asking with my heart or asking with my basketball IQ? I would say both. I don't think Kyrie Irving's a good teammate. And so I, that is a risk that I would be unwilling to take, especially since for the like first time in freaking forever, it seems like there's a positive direction in that franchise and some actual stability. But I also know, based off of what you've told me, what Trista Crick has told us, what, what Ryan McDonough, what everybody says, Stephen A. Smith, who's his probably biggest critic right now, is that he's, he's one of the best players ever to play the game and that when he's out there doing what he does, you stop and you watch because it's something special. And so... But the the best, what is it, the ultimate ability is your availability. I just, if it's Kevin Durant, hell yeah. I but you, get, you get all, I, all I, playoffs. I, I, I don't believe that you can play half the season and then find success in the playoffs and just expect to just like, oh, let's like snap it together. I don't, I don't believe in that. So I would say no. And, that, and that's true. And, that, and that's what you, those were one of the questions that you asked me leading up to the playoffs mm-hmm. about Kyrie and being like, yeah, he scored six points against the Magic, but. Day in and day out, what's going to happen when he faces these teams? But then on the flip and side, though. how are his teammates going to feel about him and him just being able to like, yeah, I'll just hop on at this at this juncture. And, and on the flip side, from, from teammates going to organizational and front offices, how does a team justify in conversations with the front office to then say, hey, let's go all in on Kevin Durant when he has three years left on his contract? Oh, yeah. So this means this breaks the barrier of, and it's not just one year left, and yep. let's get something before it's Unprecedented gone. Unprecedented times. Yeah. So it, it, both of these, both of these situations are completely fascinating. Mm-hmm. I will say, uh, shout out to Houston. Yeah. Just to be clear, 
This is what they have now that they got from the Nets for James Harden. These James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant, they were all on the same team six months ago. Yep. A total of only 727 possessions within each other. But Houston, this is what they got for that trade. A 2023 first-round pick, they can swap that. A 2024 first-round pick. A 2025 swap of a first-round pick. 2026, another first-round pick. 2027, another first-round swap. And And most importantly, all of those is unprotected, meaning... If the Nets go on a tailspin and they end up at the number one pick, number two, number three, number four, wherever in their lottery, Houston gets that regardless. Just think of like what this does to another big time trade that Brooklyn was involved in, what that launched the what is the Boston Celtics now? Like this dwarves it in a lot of ways, I think. And and yeah, uh, uh, this is this is. Let's just uh, we'll play audio from uh, Zach Lowe here on NBA Today as they're covering everything and kind of get his perspective of everything going on real quick. Let's not sugarcoat this. This is an organizational catastrophe of epic proportions. Epic. You tore down your entire team, all the culture that you bragged about in every article, which you would do, which, which you would which do ten times out of ten, which you would way. do ten times out of ten to get Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Then you traded at at almost their request or approval all the picks you had to go get James Harden. And now you're left with Ben Simmons maybe looking around like, whoa, remember yeah. me, Ben Simmons? I haven't played in 14 months. Is anyone left on the team? Who's a, who are you? Nice to meet you. It's an organizational catastrophe, the likes of which we've rarely have ever seen in the NBA. And so it, it, you have to say if because you just don't know what the fallout's going to be. And I want to throw this out here too, Lindsay. Mm. So the way I read this is that the owner of the Nets didn't fold into the demands of Kyrie. KD said, that's my man, and that's why we're here, because we wanted to play together. I want to leave. Now the Nets, in my opinion, have to be in a situation where they have to trade him to wherever he wants to go, a winner, whether it's the Suns or the Heat, which are the two teams. And it'll probably dictate which players are coming back, too. Not, and not only that, but I'm sa- my point being is that, like, let's say, for example, he gets traded to the Indiana Pacers or the Sacramento Kings like it or not, the message that's going to be sent to the rest of the league, they're not going to want to play for the Nets. So mm-hmm. it's a tough situation. I'm not saying Kyrie Irving's perfect. Nick Fidel, who covers the Nets uh, uh, for, for ESPN, said how miserable the team from the front office to the players were with all the drama. But all I'm going to say is you're now left with you regaining control of your organization and a Ben Simmons that at right now hasn't played in 14 months. That's yeah. what you got left. That's the situation. Saving grace. Didn't he was have back it worth surgery it? a few weeks ago? Yeah. And did you did you see Ben Simmons, what the Nets posted no. an hour ago? No. It was a selfie of Ben Simmons, like me mugging, like I'm, I'm getting ready. Oh, yeah. At his locker. Good <laughs> Lord. At least he took the phone out of the pocket of his pants. And <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And I'm so... I'm so that's, surprised. That's who you're building your culture around, that guy. Who showed up True. to practice and, and who didn't want to be playing, and then he went out for practice with his phone in his pocket. And I know for some people who are hearing this, they're going to call me crazy because of Kyrie's actions. And once again, I'm not saying I would do the same thing. And it's in some ways, it's crazy that Johnson & Johnson has caused all this. But for you to be left with this, it's, it's a catastrophe. It's, and It's a cautionary tale, if you really think about it going forward because it was the move for them to come together in general was 
unforeseen, right? Or at least of just two players of that stature coming together and the timing of it. I mean, you could go like Miami big three, but there was still so much unprovenness to LeBron at that time because he hadn't won a championship yet. And neither had Chris Bosh. And for it to, like you said, to be taken over and completely driven into the ground like this is a, as good of a of a advertisement for any team that's that's going to put a hard line like the Phoenix Suns perhaps with the DeAndre Ayton who I think is being treated a little bit unfairly as well because that organization from the front office all the way up to ownership is a gong show and that's the thing like these short-term gains that people are betting everything on sometimes those profits don't come it has to be worth it though Lindsay Really? To me, it's worth like look the the Nets, Jared Allen, Spencer Dinwiddie. They were the they were the Minnesota Timberwolves of this season. Look at the culture that they're building. They're becoming a playoff team. This, that, and the third. But in all reality, was that team going to win an NBA championship? No. You put yourself in a position. You have to take big risk when you're a team that's not in the conversation, especially since they were moving from Jersey to I Brooklyn. Know, but it's about timing, though, arena. too. It's like taking the big risk when there's True. other teams doing this exact thing to, that have talent, too. You're like, yep, our thing is going to work. And you're not, you're not going to put in the same ta- ta- time, love, and care, and you're going to expect the same result. It's asinine to me. But the other thing, too, is that, listen, if, you're, if you are going to – if whatever perspective you want to do, you can't half-ass it. Mm-hmm. And so when you're That's true. when Kyrie, when Kevin Durant are telling you, please fire this guy when he's I can understand we've played sports and we've there's been moments. <laughs> Coach Hoko was sick of us playing basketball halftime and said, you guys figured out. And maybe a team has a practice between the players or, of course, players only meetings and stuff. When there is repeated practices led by Kyrie and the team trying to fix stuff. No one in the front office is like, yo, this is kind of a problem or this is okay or this is normal because it's not. That's unprecedented. So you're not listening. You want to, you've given them the power first off. If I, every day I show up over here, Lindsay, and I give you candy every day. Mm -hmm. And then one day I'm like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm cutting you off for no reason. Of course, you're going to be like, whoa, wait a minute. So you're giving the power to these players. And then all of a sudden you're not going to listen to them and you're going to try to go back and forth. And at the end of the day, as we can see, with Kevin Durant still having three years left in his contract, he has the power. He has the power. He has the power, but he made the wrong bet. True. And that's but, within, and that's within can, his right. That's, yeah. Like you said, that's within his right to make that gamble. But ultimately, he's not the one that's going to be bearing the brunt of this debt either. Because he's going to be able to, to cut bait, find a different ship and people to roll along against. And he'll be better for it. And that's, I think, what... I'm I'm for player empowerment, but I'm for when you're given power, you have great power comes with great responsibility, right? And so, and that's why, I, like you said, I have no ill will towards Kevin Durant, whether it's this time around or when he left OKC. Like I really don't. The problem for me is Kyrie Irving. That's that's really the problem of all of this, and that that kind of attitude that I can do what I want, but he's been enabled to do so. That's where we need to kind of find a. An alternative route where it's not my way or the highway, but a more collaborative effort. He says it's collaborative, but it's really not. It's these guys are kind of holding them hostage. And, and I and I hear you, but when you once again when you give them the keys, keep it consistent because the minute 
the minute that since it doesn't Kyrie break off, since Kyrie proved so much that he was worthy of the keys to be given to in the first place, since he's been since he's been such a cultural guy over the course of his career. That's but, I mean, like. But at the end of the day, a lot of this thing falls on talent, and you also need to remember, like this dude saw LeBron come in to this to the he was with the Cavs when they were struggling, and it was just him, and he saw how LeBron moved, and everyone from all from all sports is seeing how the NBA is functioning mm-hmm. with the players taking the power. So in his mind, he's like, yo, I'm going to show. Yeah. Look at what that did this I year. Could, yeah, absolutely. I can I can totally get it. Of course Kyrie wants to do that, but it's not everybody is LeBron. Not everybody has that leadership quality about them. But ultimately, um, that's uh, that's the luck of the draw. That's the luck of the game. And, uh, you know, things are still percolating here. We already got a sports center ticker right on the bottom, Lakers roster plans. LeBron saying, you're gone, you're gone, you're gone, you're <laughs> gone. GM? See you later. Absolutely. But um, we'll get more into this as it unfolds. we got to get to our talk with Joe O and some of our wagertainment conversations. 1140 The Bet. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone. Whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.